Everybody, Ryan McKenzie here. We are live with I Hate Selling Live. I've got two guests today, Matt and Danny from Premium Fitness, and we are talking about how they moved their gym from in person to online and then back in person again and what that whole transition looks like. Guys, it is really cool stuff. So, guys, first of all, Matt and Danny, welcome, welcome to the show. Thanks for being here with me, guys. Thanks for having us, yeah, man. Thanks for having us. How are you guys doing today? Doing, doing great. great. Awesome, guys. We got two questions before we actually dive into the meat of this. I think most people tune in for these two questions more than anything else, right? So I need to know two things. Um, well, before we do that, what's the weather like where you guys are at? Where are you right now? What's the weather like? So we're in uh, Fort Myers, Florida. The weather is sunny, probably close to 90 degrees, 95. I don't know. It's, it's hot, yeah. man. It's hot. It's cooking, man. It's cooking. Yeah, I'm, we're at Florida Boys. I'm in Winter Garden myself. And um, it was I went for a run this morning it was like 80 something degrees it was raining at like 6 a.m I went out it was yeah. humid and hot and muggy and awful and I about died um yeah. but beautiful now just hot so um yeah. guys what um two questions I have for you to start with here what is your favorite cereal and what is something weird about you that nobody knows let's start with the cereal question um Matt, Danny, guys, Matt, how about you? What's your favorite cereal, guys? It, it can't be healthy, all right? Don't, don't all right. go all uh, – I'm going to go with the Cinnamon Toast Crunch for me. Classic. Yes, sir. Danny, top it. I'm going to – oh, yeah, go ahead. What, what, you can go with the, the weirdness first. <laughs> top, You're going to go ahead with cereal. Oh, oh, cereal, cereal, all right. cereal, yeah. So I'm going to go with a family of cereals. I'm going to go with the Count Chocula, Frankenberry, and Booberry. <laughs> You know, I forgot all about those, man. Those I'm going like, to stay with that maniacal line with Halloween, but those are delicious. <laughs> That's great. Chocolate milk You're talking to that. a cereal kind of sewer, it sounds like. Yeah, we need. We spent a little too much time there. That's good stuff. I like yeah. it. All right, so we've, we've got Danny's favorite cereal and something weird about him that he knows the whole family. Uh, we've got those <laughs> yeah. knocked out in one in one fell swoop. Yeah. <laughs> all right, well, what's something weird about you guys that not very many people know about? Uh, for me, is I, I eat close to a pound of trail mix a day. I've, <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So, I fast through the morning for the most part, and then I just start eating trail mix. I don't know. I'm, always, I'm usually working a lot on the computer after, you know, morning classes, that kind of stuff. And I don't even know why, but kind of has become a habit. Do you, uh, do you buy your own trail mix or do you make your own? I imagine this is not a uh... – oh, oh, I keep it close by. It's right here. I use a uh, preferred brand is Cars. All right, cars. If you're listening, guys, this, this, pod, this podcast is up for sponsorship, right? So we could have a <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's the good stuff right there. All right, pound of trail mix, Danny. What about you? What's something weird that not many people know? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna dig a little deep here. Uh, I have this tendency at night. Um, I, I start to. Uh, hey, it's a family friendly show, okay? <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> we. Uh, <laughs> Uh, well, I, I have that thing with, with, with the mind starts racing a little bit, and I have a Sharpie uh, next to my bed. And okay. what I do is I tend to write a note. I'll put something in, in my planner for the day, and then I'll put sticky notes everywhere. And then I'll lay there and be like, I'm going to forget. Even though I never forget, I'll uh, write either in codes or letters on my hands. And then, you know, I'll have the occasional morning where I wake up with, you know, I'll look in the mirror and I'll have the – the the reverse imprint and like, <laughs> you know, 
Hey, Danny, you're one step away from the movie Memento. Do you remember that movie where he, he had amnesia, all the tattoos all over his yeah. body so he wouldn't forget? Yeah. Hey, so, we're here so. with Matt and Danny from Premia Fitness. Guys, they're going to talk to us about their gym a little bit. And um, if you're on Facebook right now or if you're listening to this later on the podcast um, or on YouTube, it's all over the place here, um, throw some questions in the comments. Right now we are live in my Facebook group. That's where these all get recorded. Um, if you're here with us, Throw a comment down. Where are you from? What's the weather like there? What's something weird about you that not many people know? More importantly, if you have a question for Matt and Danny and about how they've been running their gym and how they've had success with it, um, they're in Florida, which is a little bit ahead of a lot of other states in allowing gyms to open back up. So they might be going through some things that you're about to go through and you could ask them some questions. Maybe they could have some insight on what they've been doing and what they've found success in and what they could help you out. So if you've got questions, throw them in. If not, no worries. I'll ask a lot of questions as well. So thanks for joining us, guys. Um, Matt, Danny, um, let's dive in here. What, um, just let's, tell me your story a little bit, guys. Well, how'd you get into the, where, where did premium fitness come from? How long have you been in the industry? What's, what's going on with you? Yeah, so um, it's kind of, you know, a long time coming. So, we, you know, I was, uh, I did a personal training, uh, you know, started about, you know, I guess close to 10 years ago now. And, uh, you know, I had basically as many clients as I could have in a big box gym. So I wanted something more. So I branched off and I, I opened a company called Florida Strength Systems. And we were kind of a jack of all trades. We did corrective exercise. We did speed and uh, sports performance stuff. I had kids speed classes. We ran boot camps. I had trainers in there doing personal. We were kind of just like a jack of all trades. We just really had um, you know, no direction, not or anything. So, um, you know, looking for, you know, a way to just basically have more direction, uh, know who my target audience was. I yeah. kind of shifted more toward, you know, whatever was doing the best out of every, and it was the boot camps. The boot camps were doing the best. So we started, we just started putting more time into it and, uh, we developed, um, the kind of transitioned into the group class that we have now, which is premium fitness. And we just poured everything we have into it and just niched And uh, um, you know, our best members were, you know, predominantly female and their husbands. And, you know, so we now had a group of people like, Hey, we know who we're after now. And, and uh, um, that's really neat, you know, cause I think a lot of people will tell you um, to follow your passion Right. Figure out your niche, your niche, your niche, whatever, and, yeah. and, and dive into that first. And it sounds like you're like, okay, well, I'm maxed out. I want to go on and do something bigger. You didn't right. have like the specific demographic nailed down right away. You didn't have right. your niche or your passion nailed down. You just knew you wanted to, ha- sounds like you knew you wanted to help people. Um, right. And then you kind of work backwards. I actually like that approach a ton because you see what works and you can dive into that as much as you possibly can. So, um, right. How did that happen? Like, tell us about the business. Where did, where did Premia get uh, birthed from, from with that? How did that happen? Um, well, with that whole, well, what happened was, another thing is uh, we, uh, so in, after that, around that period and everything, we were kind of deciding who we are and everything. We ended up, we uh, joined with a, uh, we, we got in with a franchise and we ran with them for about three years. And uh, the fees and, you know, whatnot, it was, you know, a big name, one of the bigger names and uh, uh, group fitness. And it was, the fees were just, you know, you know, ridiculous. And, uh, for, you know, what we felt like was offered. And, uh, so whenever, you know, our time was done with that, we decided to, uh, um, we've, we made some changes like shortening the workouts and doing a, a certain things like that. Uh, some, a little bit less, uh, of the high impact movements and, sure. uh, you know, just developed a system that's, you know, people can come in, it's easy to follow. They're in, they're out. There's not a lot of explanation so much on the front end. You know, we do more coaching once the class gets started. Um, you know, uh, we have, 
you know, in our classes, we have every movement that we have, we have over a thousand movements and every single movement's filmed and is in front of the member on a looping video on a tablet. So they're able to see that movement and, and it helps with, uh, another thing is I had six trainers at one point and they would call in sick. They would, and no one loved it like I loved it. And I, you know, and uh, so right. I, a, a system that I could run on my own or run with minimal people. That's cool. So you're down to, um, instead of having a bunch of trainers teach a bunch of classes or having a, as your classes get bigger, um, having to have a ton of trainers to responsibly coach people or demonstrate stuff, right? You, right. You're saying everything's on a tablet. So how so many yeah, tablets every, do you have running in a class at a time? And how many trainers? How does that work? So, um, so we have, there's 12 stations, so 12 tablets and everything. So it runs off of an app that we developed. So the movement for the day is, you know, displayed um, on each station and it's a looping video of whatever the movements is and movements can range from kettlebell movements, slam balls. Uh, we have some boxes, dumbbells, uh, sandbags, um, just, you know, just a variation of equipment that doesn't take up a lot of space. Um, that's just on the screen looping. And, um, you know, it, the, it ranges, cool. we work in like a circuit format. Sometimes, sometimes we work in uh, zones where we're like three zones of four stations, four zones of three. Um, sure. so that's one thing we, we were 10 stations initially. We dropped, we, we added two stations and we're able to have like a lot more formats because with 10 stations, you can only do 10 stations weaving through in a circuit format two sure. five or five zones of two. When we added the extra two stations, we can do six zones of two, two zones of six, three zones of four, four zones of three, two sure. zones of six, six zones of two, or weave through. So it gave us so many more formats we can run. So right now we have 15 different formats, 1,100 different, you know, 1,100 range movements. So really it's, it's impossible to have the same workout twice. That's cool. And I like, so it sounds like you're saying you're keeping it simple, but then there's also 1,100 movements. So it's not that, right. it's not that simple. It's not rep repetitive over and over. Right. Every day you, know, you come yeah. in, push, push up, squat, uh, band row. Like you're going to have a lot of stuff they can, they can get into. That's pretty cool. Right. Um, and when we bring equipment in, it's like, we, it has to, like, I think our rule is it's got to be able to do at least 50 movements, you know? So if it's like a, if it's like a piece of equipment that hey, you can only really do one thing with it, it doesn't, you know, it's just, it's not versatile enough for what we're trying to do. So doesn't we get, fit your model. Yeah. That's cool. Um, I want to switch over to Danny real quick. Danny, I know you got involved with this. Um, through just getting fit yourself right like you were you're telling me a little bit about you and matt getting together but like you're you're involved with a lot of what premia does but what about your personal story like where have you seen success with this like how like what's your journey been like well from a fitness standpoint um i mean my uh i actually uh i came down to florida uh you know to work with matt and, and help develop some of the sales and but i was in a lull in my life and I was in, I, I mean, I ballooned up to like 260 pounds and I was a, a, a bit of a gym rat when I was, you know, up into my uh, early thirties, uh, not to date myself, but. Uh, yes, he's 87 years old. If you can't see him, he's 87 <laughs> yeah. right now. It's amazing shape. Yeah. But I can tell you since Kidding. about the, the end of February, I'm down 40 pounds, 42 pounds. So I'm. Timeout, timeout. So you're saying through the whole Corona thing. You've lost weight. <laughs> Through the whole Corona thing, um, I spent some time back up in New York, and we, uh, uh, Matt, he launched a, a, a great online program, and I just started hitting it hard uh, every day, twice a day, three times a day. Wow. And, you know, and there's a, a nutrition stand, uh, a segment in that program, and it, I just followed the plan. And That's cool. 
Hey, so talk to me about We're that map with um you guys are up and running live, having some like having some success. How many locations did you have did you have open um February? Um five locations. So five we locations have our, open. All our corporate facilities and then three franchises. So gotcha. you know, so we then, just started the franchises. Uh the first franchise opened in, in uh in October um 2019 so we had one open in october and then two open in january so they just got open really and it was really like more january 31st february 1st it was late january so they had just gotcha. just kind of getting running and then shut down and then shut down so what did you i mean i've talked to some people um personal trainers gym owners um corporate heads of of, of big big box gyms right and and when this whole shut down they're like okay well uh we got to shut our doors right Right. Um, a lot of people didn't do much other than some free Facebook lives. Um, they're canceling memberships. Um, they're hoping people keep paying something as a donation or whatever. Like right. what did you guys do um, when this whole thing shut down? So I never, I never was like, I never reached out to members and like, Hey, we're shutting you down. It's over. You know, we're going to, we're going to comp your membership. I didn't really send anything out on it. Like the, what I sent out was my plan to, you know, keep them moving. So um, I didn't, I wasn't like, Hey, you know, do, would you like to, I just assumed, I just made the assumption like, Hey, everyone's going to, we're rolling forward. We're moving forward. So, um, you know, having all the content we already had 1100 movements, able right. to, you know, and, you know, having the, the ability that we already had to kind of, you know, build out videos and all that. And so we just grabbed our timers that we had and basically, uh, embedded them into our looping videos. And we just made, we basically built an online, the same exact format workouts we do, um, in studio, you know, we built it for at home, but we only used our body weight movements and our dumbbell movements. So we eliminated all the kettlebells and the crap that no one's going to have, you know, yeah. and if they have dumbbells, we just gave some recommendations of bottles or gallon jugs, if you want something heavier or just soup cans and most of it's women. So they want, you know, some lighter weight and, um, you know, so yeah, we, they, we, and then I, we built out the, uh, what we would typically do as a, uh, um, a consultation, um, mm -hmm. As, far as the nutrition part goes I, I basically recorded myself doing that consultation and was giving that out and we were actually signing people up so we uh we were actually we, we were signing people up through it we added members uh through the whole thing too because they didn't have anything else and then finally you know sarah's sister that lives in texas who always she always you know hey i love my gym you know she could finally check it out and see what we were doing they were able to work out together so we actually grew um of course we we lost um the two our two the facilities i keep track of most of the corporate corporate facilities uh, early on, we weren't losing anything. We were just rolling right along. And then toward the end, and we were, we were about 65%, uh, we held on to, so we lost about 35% of members. Sure. We also built a little bit as well. Um, the other facilities, um, were the newer ones, you know, they didn't do as good as we did. They're more in that 50% range. Um, and I sure. think it to do with, you know, us being like kind of the HQ facilities and our facilities had been open for around a year where there was more loyalty from our members where the other facilities were just open a month. You know, those people didn't really have that connection with them. So, you know, so yeah, I'm, I'm assuming I'm, I don't know why they well, I think. And if you, if you're keeping 50%, 50, 65% right now through, through all that, that's a big win. You know, a lot of people are shutting yeah. down um, and, and completely removing everything. So that's, that's right. big and you can, and you're gaining new people as well. Um, and growing from that, that's, that's congratulations guys. That's big. I love it. Um, what, um, it sounds like that's been, has that been the biggest struggle for you? Uh, obviously, I think that's everybody's biggest struggle right now. Is there anything oh, specific yeah. that came out through that that was the hardest part for you guys? Um, you know, it was more so just, uh, you know, like I, with our own facilities, we were doing better, but watch, you know, that our two, you know, newer 
facilities who had just got open, just got running. You know, they took out a little bit of loans to kind of get things going and everything. And then to yeah. kind of start, you know, they were, had momentum, they were going, they were going, they took a leap of faith, you know, and, and uh, trusted us. And then I felt like, you know, it was out of my control that I couldn't, yeah, that was a struggle for me personally. Like, you know, so we tried to do everything we can to help them retain members, you know, yeah. franchise fees for um, a time for them so that, you know, they're not going to have to at least worry about that on our, from our end. Um, so that was the biggest struggle is just, is seeing, you know, you know, building something and, and just getting it off the ground and then having just, you know, being deflated like that. Yeah, man, that's, that'd be tough. Um, what, moving forward, what do you guys see the biggest need right now? Like, what are you working toward and what do you need help with going forward? Um, you know, the biggest thing, I feel like the biggest thing is that, um, you know, people, you know, our franchises that, you know, we're selling and stuff are people that were members that they see, they love the product that, you know, and they're, and then we have a few other people <laughs> we've actually sold um, three more recently that are in the works of, of opening right now. And so they believe in the model, but it was more, it's more so just, uh, um, you know, we had talked about it, you know, a little while ago about, uh, you know, just less is more in a facility, you know, so we're just mm -hmm. people, you don't need all these bells and whistles that things that are going to cost you so much on the front end that aren't going to help you sell more memberships. They aren't going to help your members get better results. You know, um, you know, basically, uh, you know, helping educate, you know, potential franchisees on how to run a nimble, lean business and really generate profits. That's cool. I like it. So what, um, moving forward here, as you guys come out of this, you're open pretty much all the way, a smaller facility, right? Right. Um, so how many members are you running right now in a class at a time? Like, what does that look like? Um, so on at this facility that we're currently at, we're about 2,400 square feet. Um, and I run, we rent a 24 in a class here. So you got more than enough room to get people. Yeah. And Right. And another thing we implemented here is like, we, we're not using our sandbags right now. They're more of like a mesh material, you know, so we kind of, we've eliminated just that piece of equipment. Everything else can be wiped down really easily because it's either like vinyl or metal or something like that. Right. And then we've, we also, we've added uh, we used to run 30 minute classes and like we run a five and then a five thirty um, Cause they're like 29 and 15 seconds. And we would, the transition would be 45 seconds and we get a new group in and the trainer knew to get it right. You know, that whole thing. So now we're, we're, uh, if we have like a five, five, you know, PM class, the next class doesn't start till five forty. So it gives ten minutes to really get around the room, really wipe things down, clean up. So we're we are adding just a little bit more time in between classes to really wipe down you, up and yeah. Do you see that? Do you see that time frame? You gonna you gonna go back to it, um, to the five, to the, the the real quick transition? Or do you you find that you like that time in between to maybe talk to people, clean the stuff up? Like, what is your thoughts on moving forward? Like, how's this changed yeah. you guys for the better? I, you know, one thing I do like about, like about it is that, um, you know, post a uh, little bit more interaction, post workout with members, you know, yeah. a little, you know, building a little bit of a, of a culture, you know, um, they always would kind of make their way outside and communicate and talk and, you know, become, you know, that whole thing. But, you know, just me, you know, talking, if it's a new member coming in, they can now come in in between a class that I can get them signed up, get them acquainted, introduce them to somebody before the next class real quick. Um, Cause we try to run with one trainer, you know, we have all the technology in place to run with one trainer. We, but in the past, we, we, uh, we use uh, a kiosk system that we built out where people come in, they put in, they, they walk in for the first time, we greet them, you know, quickly, they put their information in a kiosk, and then we let the technology assist us in cranking and just get going, you know, so That's um, neat. the whole business model was built for just lean, minimum employees and, you know, uh, you know, higher returns. But uh, I like the extra time just to kind of for the communication that we kind of pulled away with all the technology. Yeah. Um, and then the last question that I've got for you um, before we wrap this all up, 
Are you adding anything else to your model right now, like one-on-one -on -one training? Or are you keeping this uh, group, like you said, just are you, are you adding stuff throughout the day? Some people want uh, a more specialized approach, right? Like they just want to like, I don't right. want to come to a group. I just want to come one-on-one -on -one and work with people. Are you guys adding that in? Are you doing smaller groups at all? Or is you going to stick with what you got because this is what we do and, and roll forward with it? Yeah. Um, so franchisees have the ability if they want to, um, you know, they don't like promote it and stuff as much, but, uh, if they want to run that, you know, but, uh, us, I, I'm no, I'm not just cause there's so much more to do as far as assisting the lo other locations and gotcha. everything else we have going on right now. So, um, you know, we just try to focus on the, there's so much value in the group class that people find it, you know, once they get back in here, we haven't really seen a big scare of people. People haven't come in. Like I want the, they haven't, the request hasn't been there. Yeah. You know, like I've had, I know I haven't had one person in this whole return say, Hey, I'd rather do personal training than that. You know? Yeah. So, um, I think the ones who, you know, want to stay away more, or, um, you know, just aren't probably won't, maybe aren't coming back now or aren't going to come back at all. I don't know, but, um, I just haven't had that request yet. That's good. That's cool. It's good to know guys. So, um, real quick, uh, how do people get a hold of you? Say like, I need to work out with you how do I get to a premium fitness and, and sign up and work out online? Or are you still offering the online thing? Is that something you're keeping? Oh, yeah. yeah, we're keeping that. And uh, yeah, so we're, we're going to continue to keep the online program um, and uh, yeah, keep that rolling. Um, you know, and people love it. People, the people, it's the cool thing is I think that a lot of people didn't really even know about online, didn't know that they would even enjoy it. And I think it's going to crank the online game up just because people are like, Hey, I, I kind of like it. It's yeah. not a thing, but it's like, Hey, on a Friday, if I don't want to wake up at 5.30 a.m., I can turn the computer on and get a quick workout once a week, you know, for that one day a week. I think I can imagine that. Yeah, like if I'm, or if I'm stuck at work and I've got a, an hour lunch break, but I, I'm going to be stuck in the office late meetings, I can work out of my office at a lunch break or something, you know, or if I got kids right. at home, I can't. I, that's brilliant. I think you guys have stumbled onto something um, uh, where you weren't planning on doing that you had, right. to, had to change into doing. And like now all of a sudden you've got something where you've got two models that can really support your members in a big way. That's yeah. Huge. And we've even looked into like starting maybe doing a membership where they're going to get the online, but maybe only two days a week in studio. Cause that was our original um, thought of, you know, opening back up like, Hey, we're only going to limit people to, they're only allowed to come into the studio twice a week and then they get the online program still. And then, but we just kind of went ahead and rolled it all out together. But yeah. so that's another, another option that people can, you know, do if they wanted to kind of keep, you know, as they, if, if some States are more, you know, they're going to, yeah. so, you know, I love that. That's interesting. Um, so say I'm a trainer and I um, have been furloughed from my big, big box gym and I've got bigger plans than um, going back to work for them. Right. I don't want to like you guys, obviously you said you have some franchises. How does that work? Does it like, is it something that I can talk? Like, how can they get a hold of you? I don't want you to have to put a big sales pitch together here. I wasn't right. asking you guys to do that, but like um, how do they get a hold of you guys if they are interested in like, Hey, what is, premium fitness look like it seems like uh, something i could do um you know they could they could reach out to us uh, through facebook um either our, our personal pages or just the facebook uh page the, the premium fitness um, facebook page uh if you go to premiumfitness.com there's got there's a link on there as well if you want some franchise information um and how that works so, so it's um, p-r-e-m-i-a fitness fitness.com yeah. one e premiumfitness.com um yeah. and otherwise guys reach out to me and i'll put you in touch with matt and or yeah. danny and um, we can make that happen. Uh, guys, this is awesome. I love it. I love what you're doing. Um, any final thoughts for everybody here? Like, what, what would you say to people that have not opened back up yet fully or have not opened back up with classes? Like, what's the biggest thing you guys have focused on? 
I'm not getting discouraged on just the negative, you know, everyone's like the gym industry's done this and that. And it's just, you know, and, and uh, I've kind of, I was on a, a call with the franchisee yesterday, like, nope, let's go. Let's pick it back. You know, cause we're running a challenge June 1st and I sent her um, to send to members, you know, so go into your database, send this member. It was just like, Hey, we're doing a June 1st challenge. I'm, uh, I really want you to be a part of this. What do you say? It was like a very just personal, easy message. And she sent it to everybody and, and she had like 10 responses and I'm like, there you go. It's that's start- cool. And it's just That's like, don't cool. be just cause there's a few people out there negative and like think, thinking this is going to, this is the industry's dead and just don't feed into it. Just, uh, you know, we're and they're all, the loudest ones too. You know, they're yeah, going to make the biggest noise. Yeah. We're in this cause we, we care about people and we want them. We want to change their life. Just let's just continue to do that. You know, don't worry about the nonsense. That's I'm huge not, guys. Um, so go ahead, Danny. No, I was just going to say, you know, we, uh, we put a lot of, uh, we get our hands dirty, so to speak, trying to, to, to expose our brand to, to members and potential uh, franchisees. And, you know, they're going to, people that are, are uh, that are going to get exposed to our business model are going to find that um, it's not just, we're trying to, you know, sell you something. We personally take a, uh, a much more, uh, uh, delicate approach. I mean, I think sure. the sure. thing that we do well is we care. I mean, yeah. if I'm going to engage with you and we're going to spend some time to, to open a location, we're going to build a relationship and a lifelong relationship. I mean, I believe in the product so much. I'm in the process. Not only am I, am I the, the franchise development person for, for premium, but I will be a franchisee too. So that's, you know, man, man, that's cool hold hands and, and, and go through the, uh, go through the process together. So, yeah, man, I love this guys. I know, um, Matt, you've been, uh, what's it? Uh, 25 minutes here without any, uh, trail mix, man. We got to let you go and get back to that. <laughs> <guy. I'm> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I know you, you're just Jones and you're like, give me the Matt and Danny. Good guys. If you need them, reach out to them. If you want their contact info, premiumfitness.com or just uh, shoot me a message here. Uh, on my Facebook page or on the podcast page yeah. here. And uh, we'll, we'll get you in touch, guys. Thanks something. for coming out, guys. As always, everybody, if you want a copy of the number one best-selling sales book for fitness professionals, I Hate Selling book, you can get it for free at IHateSellingBook.com. Check it out right now. Grab it. Great book, by the way. It's the best book I've ever it's written. the best book going. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks for coming out, guys. Train smart, live well. We'll see ya. Thanks, thanks Ryan. Ryan.